Welcome along, I'm Alan Williams and this is the Alan Williams Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 160 of the podcast and welcome to a new year. I hope you guys had an incredible Christmas. I hope you enjoyed yourself and happy new year to every single one of our listeners. I appreciate you all and always, always, always grateful. What has been happening in my world? I haven't recorded a podcast in a while. I will say one thing. One of the big things I want to focus on in 2024 is doing more episodes of the podcast, being more consistent with it. When I look back on 2023, I cannot be happy with my efforts. It really was sporadic and it was a busy year, but I don't want to lean on that as an excuse either. The previous two years before that, I was a lot more consistent and even then I wasn't happy. I was thinking I should be doing more, but this year I want to make sure I'm getting back to doing one a week as much as I possibly can, unless that I'm on holidays or work is up the walls busy. But generally speaking, let's try and get back to one a week and be a lot more consistent with this thing. In my world, I was sick over Christmas, so it wasn't the perfect Christmas by any means, unfortunately. 18th of December, I did a workshop with our Elevate clients, and I thought it was really good, and I was buzzing after it. And then a short time later, I began to feel unwell. And as the night went on, I began to feel more and more unwell. And then I woke up at 4am with a fever, and things didn't get better over the following two weeks. I was sick for about two weeks after that. I don't know what it was. It seems to be going around. I've spoke to clients. A lot of them have been sick. A lot of them are currently sick. It just seems to be going around. Maybe it's the time of year. I don't know. It's more than a cold. If I have a cold, it's normally gone in two to three days. This took a good two weeks to get get out, get rid of. And I wasn't even able to train, which is obviously, you know, guys, you guys know me. I wasn't happy. I wasn't, I wasn't in my element. I was frustrated. I wanted to get back to the gym. I wanted to get out running. I just couldn't do any of it. Physically couldn't do it. The body wasn't able. I needed to rest, needed to recover. And it took a good two to three weeks. And I'm only really getting back into the swing of things now. So that is my sob story. It was an amazing Christmas, unfortunately, because of that. But I hope you guys had a better one. And I hope you enjoyed it the max and got to spend a little bit of time with family, loved ones, friends, and so on. First thing I want to say to you today, thank yourself for showing up in 2023. I'm doing a little bit of reflection over the last month. I'm looking back at how 2023 went, what went well, what didn't go so well. How is 24 going to be different? And what am I going to make happen for myself in 2024? But before we get into all that stuff, I think it's important to just acknowledge yourself for pushing through. 2023 might have been a difficult year for a lot of people, but you pushed through and you made it. If you're listening to this podcast, you have a 100% survival record from 2023. You're ready to go into the new year. You're still here. You've still got breath in you. And with every breath, you can start again. That's the good news. So thank yourself for showing up in 2023. Thank yourself for pushing on through, no matter what was thrown at you, that you kept going and you came through. And now you're sitting here in January 2024 and you got a fresh slate and you're ready to go again. Take a step back. And just appreciate everything that you've become this year as well. The person that you've become. If you've gone through challenge, if you've gone through adversity, you will have built character along the way. You'll have built resilience. There will be some people listening to this that maybe are a completely different person to who they were in January 2023, 12 months on. Maybe you've changed. Maybe something has challenged you. Maybe you've come out the other side. Maybe you've learned to lean into doing difficult things. Maybe you've took some form of life-changing decision. I know a lot of our guys in Elevate did that. And they're reflecting on life-changing months and looking back and just, it's it's different. Everything is different. Everything has changed because they took the decision to do the hard thing. So I would love you right now to thank yourself if you did something difficult in 2023. I would love you to thank yourself for showing up every single day. I would love you to acknowledge yourself for pushing through when things got hard, for not giving up when thousands of others did. There are thousands of others out there that will have given up, that won't have persisted, that will have set targets, goals, challenges, but not followed through. If you did, step back and acknowledge yourself for that right now. We get too hung up on looking at what we didn't do well, looking at what we didn't achieve or what hasn't happened for us. I would love you to reflect right now on what you did well. 
because you are enough as you are. You are good enough. So take a moment to be proud of yourself, to acknowledge yourself, not just to look at what you didn't achieve in 2023. Be proud of the person you've become and what you've achieved along the way. Time on and time off is something I would love you guys to get clear on this year. Set boundaries between that. I work with a lot of business owners. I work with a lot of high performers. I work with a lot of senior managers. I work with a lot of people who are very career driven and who are doing exceptional things. And I work with a lot of corporate environments. I work in a lot of corporate environments. I've been busy in the early weeks of January 2024. I've been doing quite a lot of speaking for corporates. One thing I see over and over is that failure to distinguish between work and home life and family life and balance and boundaries. All of those key words. I would love you to zone in on those as we head into a new year. Make a decision that there are going to be clear boundaries between work life, home life, family life, fitness, all of the things that are important to you. That is really, really, really critical if you want to perform at your best. Not just in your family life, not just in your fitness, but in your career as well. If you can create those boundaries, you're protecting your own energy. We're not having family life bleeding into home life and vice versa. And then nobody's getting the best of your time. What happens in that situation is it's hard to separate them. And then you're not giving the best of yourself to your family. You're not present. You're not mindful while you're there. You're there in person, but you're thinking about work. You're looking at emails, you're scrolling your phone, you're thinking about tomorrow's meeting. I would love you to draw clear distinctions between work and home. A great way to do this is even to think about when you pull into the driveway in the evening. Imagine all your work stuff has to come out of your head now and you have to put it into the glove box of the car. So put your work phone in there, put all your work related stuff in there, but use this in a metaphorical sense as well. Take all of the work stuff out of your head, pack it into that glove box of the car, make a conscious decision that you're leaving it there and you can't pick it up again until tomorrow. So this is you changing mode. This is you changing from work person, from business person into family man, family woman or whatever it is that you need to be at home. A good loving partner, a parent, whatever that might be, whatever it looks like for you. Make that distinction that now I'm changing into that mode while I go into the house. The next morning, you can change back. So you're family person until you get back to the car and then you're going to change mode. Then you're switching, switching gears. You're taking off all of the family stuff. You're packing that away. You're leaving that at home. And now once you start the car and you take the work phone out of the glove compartment again, you're going back into work mode again. So you can hang all that work stuff back on yourself. You can take on all those work thoughts again. You're giving yourself permission to do that. You're drawing clear distinctions. You're creating boundaries for yourself. That's one thing I would love to see a lot of people do in 2024. I think it's something a lot of people struggle with. Very often when I speak... I ask people questions along the likes of what are the most important things in your life right now? Or if you only had one day to live, what would you do? The same things come up time and again. Family, kids, partners, parents. That, they're always the answer. Always. It's never if I'd one day to live, I would go in and smash out a full day of work and make sure everything is bang on. And I'm not saying work's not important. Don't get me wrong. I'm as career driven as the next person. I just want you to have balance and not forget about the things that truly matter in your life. Not to live with regrets. So please keep that in mind as we head into a new year. Work, family life, there needs to be a separation. We don't want one bleeding into the other. Another question I'd love you to ponder is, do I play enough? Do I have enough fun? Or is life just really, really serious? Have you got something in your life that helps you to switch off? That helps you disconnect? That brings you grounding again? Brings you back to who you are and who you were maybe in the past but have lost along the way. Maybe there's things that you loved when you were younger that you've kind of fallen by that have kind of fallen by the wayside that you don't really do anymore. 
But you know they help you because you, you feel amazing when you actually do them. One of those for me is football. I absolutely love football. I used to play so much football. I would play every night of the week if I got away with it. I loved it that much. And as I got a little bit older and as work got a little bit more serious and career got a little bit more serious, I found myself playing football less and less. But even now, if I go and play a game of five-a-side, absolutely love it. And what it gives me is huge. And you can look at what these things cost you and you go, it cost me time. It cost me time with family or it cost me time with work or it cost me time in whatever. But what does it actually give you back? For me, it gives me back a lot of things. It gives me back a sense of fun. It gives me back enjoyment. It gives me energy. I feel really good after it. It helps me to de-stress. helps me to switch off from all of the things that's going on in my head. So don't always look at these things as a from the angle of what it's going to cost you. Because I guarantee you it has given you something back as well. So are you making enough time for fun in your life? Do I play enough? That's a question I would love to ask yourself right now. Or did life get really serious in 2023? Do you play enough? Do you spend enough time with the people that you actually love? Are you having fun with those people? And if you're not, a little piece of advice for you. Schedule it into your weekend. Schedule some fun in your weekend. Make a decision that something is going to happen this weekend. Here's what it's going to be. Here's where it's going to happen. Here's what we're going to do. And I'm going to just book it into my diary right now on Wednesday and make sure that it's there for the weekend and it's going to happen. If it's not planned, it won't happen. And if it doesn't happen... Monday comes and it's Groundhog Day again and you feel like you haven't had any recovery time, you haven't had any downtime, you haven't had any rest. So do I play enough? I think it's a really good question to ponder as we head into a new year. And I'd love you all to think about what are you most proud of yourself for over the last 12 months. Take a moment to reflect on the 12 months. What are you most proud of yourself for? What does that mean to you? When did you show up when it was really difficult? What did you do to make yourself proud? That's going to be different for everybody. But what did you do to make yourself proud in 2023? We've all got stuff. We've all got stuff and sometimes we just have to look for it. That human brain has an 80% negativity bias. A lot of people will straight away go to, I didn't do anything to make myself proud. You did. 100% you did. You probably just need to look a little bit harder. Take time to reflect. And if you want to inspire yourself to even greater heights, the best way to do that is by looking back and bringing awareness on what you have done well and what you've accomplished. I had a great call with one of my clients last week and she has got a long-term injury so she's not really able to train to the levels that she wants. And even though she wasn't able to train to the levels that she want, she kept turning up every day and she kept looking after her food and she did as much as she could. And now she's had an MRI and she's finally got to the bottom of what's going on. And we're starting to map out a pathway that she can actually move forward with her training again. But she just wasn't giving herself enough credit. Because she was thinking, I'm showing up all the time. But I haven't lost the weight that I wanted to lose. And I said to her, well, do you know what? I think you've done amazingly well. Because you weren't able to train the intensity that you wanted. You weren't able to do an awful lot of things. You were very, very, very limited in what you could do. And a lot of people would have gained two stone in your situation. A lot of people would have felt sorry for themselves. And they would have let their food totally go by the wayside as well. If they couldn't train for five or six months, they would have come back in a much, much worse situation. Your win is that you didn't let that happen. You're in a position five, six months on where there's been absolutely no damage done. And this is somebody who was used to training to high levels in the past, by the way. So just reflecting on that and acknowledging yourself. And then you go, 
oh yeah when you put it like that actually yeah and it's just sometimes you need to soundboard it you need to hear from somebody else but you need to look for it yourself too for her to come back six months later and be in the exact same position and now we're getting to the root of what's going on we're ready to push on she's in an incredibly strong starting point because she looked after herself success is not always I want to lose weight I want to make progress I have to be moving forward success sometimes is in this particular situation staying as I am is the win if I can hold steady rather than letting it totally derail myself and feeling like everything is falling apart around me and I can't do what I used to so I'm just going to completely self-sabotage that's what a lot of people would have done they would have comforted she didn't do any of that so the win is actually in that case stay where you are that was a massive win and we just had to look for that or maybe she just needed a little bit of help looking for that But I do work with a lot of high performers. And this stuff is important. Reflecting. Being proud of yourself. Recognising what you're doing well. We're all so busy. We're working in very fast-paced environments, most of us. Most of our lives are moving really, really fast. And we don't stop to think because we're always strategising. We're always thinking about what's next. What's the next goal? What am I driving towards now? Where am I going to be in three months' time, six months' time, 12 months' time? Which is great. But also slow down sometimes and acknowledge yourself for what you've done. So what are you most proud of yourself for this year? And I'd like to think about what are your three power words going to be in 2024? What are the words that empower you? How do you view yourself? If I think about myself, words that come to mind for me will be a leader. I think a communicator. And I think somebody who's compassionate and cares. I think they're my power words. They're the words that I would probably identify myself by. Some of you guys listening might totally disagree, but that's probably how I would identify myself. I'd love you to think what your three power words are, and are you living in alignment with those words? Or sometimes are you slipping on them? And when you catch yourself slipping, if you know what those words are, can you have them written somewhere that you're going to see them regularly, and that you come back to those when you find yourself going a little bit off kilter? That's a few thoughts for today. I'm not going to overburden you on the first episode of the podcast. I just want to get a few thoughts out there and I want to get the first episode out there and I want to be more consistent going forward. That's the biggest goal for me. Guys, have an incredible 2024, but don't wish for it. Make it happen. When people say, I wish you a happy new year, I get that. I wish you the best for the new year. I get that. It's nice. But in reality, wishing for it's not going to do anything. The people who wish for it are the ones that are always complaining at the end of the year that this year was horrible. I can't wait for the new year. Did the same people that said that 12 months ago, 24 months ago, 36 months ago, 48 months ago. The same people. If you want an incredible 2024, don't wish for it. Make it happen. Create it. Get clear on what it is that you want. Ask for help. If you need help, ask for it. But go and make it happen, my friends. Speak to you soon.